Welcome to the Socialized Strategy, the Friday edition of the Socialized podcast, where we take a deeper dive into the subject featured in our email newsletter. Before we get started, two quick reminders. Our Valentine's giveaway is still underway. The link to enter is in the show notes and the newsletter, and you can find all the details about it there. Our next free live workshop has been announced. We will cover editing with keyframes. So check the link in the show notes. And if you're listening to this after the fact, because the workshop is on the 27th of February, and if it's after that, when you're listening, you can find it on our website, hellosocialize.com, and then look for editing 105 in the workshops tab. All right, today's topic is a good one. It is called Learn from an Expert. And in this episode, we recorded a live workshop with some of our subscribers joining us in the chat. And we'll be announcing more guest episodes like this where you can attend live. So keep an eye on our newsletter and for the announcement for the next one. All right, let's get started. Yay. Hi, Gina. Hi. Thanks for having <laughs> this is a big day. I feel like I already know you so well, just because I think we both have the power social of each other going on. But yeah. let me do a let me do a proper introduction so that I can read my little thing that I wrote about you that I want to share. Just kick us off and welcome everyone in. Gina Hamolka, author of seven New York Times bestselling cookbooks, started her journey in 2008 when she had the idea to slim down some of her favorite recipes. Skinny Taste was born, and it has been a continuing labor of love with cookbooks, We weekly meal plans, new recipes, and now a collaboration with Home Chef. Yay! Her Yay. books have earned multiple awards and on social media, she has an amazing 2 million followers on Instagram and 360,000 followers on TikTok. So I, Gina's already confessed to me that normally she does talk on interviews about cooking and recipes. And today we're going to dive into a, a different comfort zone for Gina. <laughs> which is yes. social media. Yes. Yeah. So thank, thank you for being open to My moving pleasure. out of your comfort zone. I appreciate it. All right. So let's just kick off with just a little bit about the beginning in 2008, when it was a rough year for a lot of people financially, yeah. and you kicked this off. And did you have a marketing strategy? How did you promote yourself? No, when I started, I had a full-time career as a photo retoucher. I worked in Manhattan. I loved what I did. I had no intentions of quitting. So this was just something I started for fun. I was getting married and was doing Weight Watchers and couldn't find anything that was healthy, that was also like not made with processed ingredients. I've always loved to cook. Um, so I, I have like an art background and I figured, let me start a blog. And it was really more about like learning how to take photos of food. Like that was my interest. Mm -hmm. But then actually people started making my recipes. So then it turned into a passion, like me responding to comments, people liking my recipes. So I had no marketing plan because it was really just, you know, a hobby. A hobby. I love that. And when did you realize it was going to be more than a hobby? Did it, did it happen slowly or was it quite sudden? Yeah, it um, probably, I quit my job three years after I started. So the, it was increasing the traffic from on my website was increasing. And then I, had my baby and didn't want to go back to work full time, was was already making some ad money on my website. It was definitely getting over a million views a, mo a month, mm. which is a lot. Um, wow. so, yeah. So I realized, you know what, I could probably do this full time. And, and, Gosh. and all were, my you, time. were you doing it all yourself at that point? Yeah, I was doing it on freeblogger.com. I Googled everything, learned how to do it. I was trying to figure out photos. I worked full time in the city, so I would run home. Sheesh. cook dinner and then take a photo of the food before the light went out because, you know, you have to use natural light. So, you know, and then I would answer my comments on the train ride back into the city because I live in Long Island. So on the commute in, I would. Insane. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's insane. Was that what did you start to have people reaching out for advertisers? Because you obviously have ads on your site now. What was it? Did it start early then? And did you have to find it? Or did it find you? So when I first started, I was um, just Googling a little bit about like, how does that work? I, I was seeing people that had blogs that were making income with ads, and I didn't know anything about it. But I already had started this blog. So I saw that you could put free AdSense blogs, uh, AdSense ads on your site. And they only pay you if you get traffic. So mm. I put it on. I really wasn't getting anything the first. I think the first year I was so excited because I made $30. And my friend was like, $30 this month? I was like, no, total. So it was never really about the money because she was like, why are you doing this? And I was like, I just love it. I love sharing. I love the comments. I love helping people. It was never about the money. It was never about that. It just wow. turned into that. Wow. Maybe that'll happen for me, Gina, <laughs> because you it know will. what I'm doing here with teaching I and, and have a passion and you're I amazing. Do. I love it yes. so much. And, and then let's talk about when social, when did you decide to start on social media? Was it then right away? Or was it really, did that come after? I remember when I first started, it was um, on Twitter because I think that's what a lot of food bloggers were using. Okay. And it was really more about so, um, interacting with each other. It was like networking. Mm -hmm. So I started on that. I, there used to be something called Stumble Upon. And if you got stumbled, um, if a photo or recipe got stumbled, you get a lot of traffic. So I would always oh. have that goal of getting stumbled. And then I started on Facebook, but I didn't really do it well. I just had my RSS feed on the oh Facebook. So if I had a new recipe, I would just go there. Didn't really know anything about social media. So I just wow. started, as I started gaining followers, I loved being able to, you know, chat with, you right. know, communicate with them. And they would tell me about like what recipes they were making or what recipes they wanted me to lighten up. So it was like a really fun way to engage. And it was mostly photos back then, right? So, I mean, photos. I mean, when did you even start doing videos? Was that really that recent with TikTok or was it uh, yeah. out of curiosity? So I started with the hands and pans style videos on Facebook. I don't know if you know, like the overhead where you just see the oh, hands right. really fast, like 60 second videos. When yep. those became popular, like those tasty style videos. And I took a course because they were popular and I always embrace like change and whatever's new, I just go for it. So I took a, I went, I took a class on how to do my own videos and how to um, edit everything in Final Cut Pro. Very challenging. Oh, um, yes. And I made a lot of videos. Um, and then with time, I realized this is so time consuming. It's taken away from me actually creating recipes. So I started hiring people to do those videos for right. me. And now was, at that point, was it, were you making money in order to hire or were you making an investment in yourself? I, no, I was making, I was making money on my website with ads. Okay. Already later on, this was many years, like I was already, you know. Right, in, you're on your way. But well, yep. of course, especially by the time video came into play. We're, right, exactly. We're well into it. I don't remember what year it was, but I had already been earning and I already had cookbooks out. So I was already making income. Um, it's just amazing. Honestly, yeah. your story is so inspiring because if anybody has something they're passionate about, it just shows that you can be doing something full time and, and this can just happen by because you thing, love it. If you do it because you want to make money, and not really because you're passionate about it. it. I don't think it translates. I think you have to be passionate because right. it's just like difficult when you're not making money and you're not seeing a return on your investment and your time. So you have to love it. You have to love you know, it. To continue. I have a lot of oh friends who started blogs because they saw mine were successful and they all kind of quit after a year. Like that's a lot of work. I'm a lot right. of recipes. Yeah. So yeah. 
So, you know, one of the things that I always talk about is, is that the relentless person will win. So it's not even that, you know, thinking about being the best or being the expert or something. It's really the person who doesn't give up and just keeps going because they love it so much, exactly. have a more, have more likelihood of success because they're not going to just drop it when, when things get tough. And okay. so you did, you are exactly that because that's because why are you still going, right? You're, you yeah. love it. That's why. Exactly. I don't know what I would do if I wasn't like people ask me about like, are you going to retire? Like, what, like retire. I, I don't know what that looks like. Oh, right. <laughs> I enjoy this too much. So I can't see myself That's so know, much retiring fun. in the future. Of course, I love your recipes. I I, I did the uh, mug, the banana in a mug, the banana oh, muffin. In, yeah, I made the banana muffin in a mug so, like a couple days in a row. Love it. Love oh, it. Oh, my daughter loves it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, and I think okay. two nights ago I did the turkey burger recipe that I love with the zucchini and the feta cheese and the and I love cumin. I don't know if you say cumin or cumin, but I love that spice. I, I so I really have grabbed onto some of your recipes over the past couple of years since we since I've been following you that oh, I that are you. in my real regular rotation. It's really oh, awesome. I appreciate it. Thank that. you. So thank you for that. Yeah, of course. <laughs> when did you start following me on social media? Because I don't know I, I, when did the connection happen. Was it when I was visible during cancer? Because that was where I got a stretch of people, or was it before that? before that. So I started doing videos like TikTok videos, like those type of reels during COVID um, because I started going on TikTok and we were on lockdown. I was bored. It was entertaining. TikTok was so fun then. And I saw some people doing food. I was like, oh, wow, they're using TikTok to do Like I never thought of it. I always thought it was for oh. kids. And then I started you know, just playing around and learning how to do a TikTok. So was it during lockdown? Did you say it was during the yeah. pandemic? So was that, it, was it because your daughter was on or was she it that? On. She actually never had TikTok until this year. So oh, wow. yeah, I, um, I don't know what made me go on it. I don't, right. I don't remember, but it was so entertaining. I just, you know, it was a great way to kill time. It really was. The, the pandemic was perfect for this because I would have never had time to get on TikTok because I was too busy working production and it's very intense when I'm in a production. So when lockdown happened and I had no work, Julie and I were doing this funny thing on our Instagram story where we were doing like a dance competition about our work, our work from home outfits. And we were showing off our work fits, our work from home fits. <laughs> and so we did, we're doing that on the story. And she's the one that said to me, oh, we should do this on TikTok because it's better mute or we can get more music or it's more. And I said, OK, sure. I mean, literally got on TikTok and was dancing. Never I thought that. I so, so fast to be such an expert at it. Like you oh, like, really? really are amazing at TikTok. Oh, my gosh. I love because I love it. And as soon as I could see the correlation between production and making videos that I'm so used to doing for 35 years yeah. in my career, I was sat in edit rooms. I watched editors and I suddenly figured out I got to figure out how to do this in the phone myself. And I had the power in my own hands. And this I have very good technology skills. Like I can pick something up and qu quickly figure it out. So I just had fun with it. And then once I realized I'm good at making videos, people started asking me, how did you do that effect? And that's how I really got started making tutorials. I was like, oh, I'll do this because so many of you have been asking. I did it as a joke yeah. and it was one person asked me how to do something. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So it was like, no, not so many people were asking. So once I did that video though, people yeah. were, said our TikTok teacher has arrived. And I was like, what? I changed my bio. Like immediately oh, I put TikTok oh, teacher. Yeah. yeah. I definitely saw you teaching something teaching uh, something something I don't know if it was a transition I am not good at that stuff so I my brain doesn't like I can't wrap my brain around it so I don't really do a lot of that so I was watching you and I was like you make it look so easy you know so it was just I started following you you're, and then you're funny and then you're dancing all the time and so like you're just like always like this like positive oh. that I love following 
I just have so much fun with it. Thank you for following. And I'm so glad that we got, we did get connected. So now you start talking about that you don't like certain doing certain things because they're not in your comfort zone. So do you, first off, do you do all your own videos still, or do you now outsource, do you shoot and then hand it off? How do you work the process? If you don't mind sharing that? Yeah. So like my TikTok and reels videos. Yeah. TikTok and reels. My videos. own. Okay. So I still hire someone to do my hands and pans videos. Those still perform really well for me on Facebook. Okay. And I also upload the wide ones onto my YouTube channel because I then put them into my website. So that when someone goes to my website, they can also see how to make it visually. It's very, it helps people. Um, so those now, a lot of times those people also, the people that have created my videos also make them into a real format. Okay. So but you have that too. That's great. I have that. But I do my own reels where I'm in them. I'm in my kitchen cooking. And those always perform so much better than the ones. Yes. That, yeah. So like sometimes I'll use the other ones, but they never really perform well. So right. yeah, because it's not me in it. It's not my kitchen. It's not my hands. It's not, you know, it just, it's not me talking about what I had for dinner. So I don't right. think, it, you know, I feel like it's not. I, that's right. The it's just not the, the same. Yeah. The platforms want authenticity and I can even remember seeing one video of yours where you showed your um your kick vacuum underneath your kick, you oh, know, yeah, and I was like, what? I think that performed really well, right? That was when it you did. And yeah. it had nothing to do with cooking. So it just nothing. shows that thing that we always talk about, which is showing the little other things behind the scenes yeah. that are going on in your life really are attractive to people who follow you for even if it's not for the and same thing not follow me because usually those are the ones that all I get I go viral and random people are like oh, finding it. I personally but, love to hear your voice too. Oh, my Long Island accent. Yes. <laughs> I think there's so much to that. It's like, oh my God, I love her. <laughs> oh, thank you. It's trying true. To get rid of that. It's not working. <laughs> so even those you edit yourself in your phone. Yeah, I do. You have the skills. What do, do you use to edit? Do you do them right in the InShot. app or do you do it in? Sorry. I use InShot. Oh, InShot. Okay. So I, it's similar to CapCut. I don't know. It, just, it really depends on whatever you start with is what you kind of think is your favorite. And it's hard to then, yeah. oh, I have to learn a new one. No, thanks. I'm going to work right, with right. I have used CapCut for like some of those trends, but right. yeah, I don't do that a lot. So um, I mostly just go into InShot. And, yeah, and they're mostly, it's mostly the same thing. It's like you split and, or you can drag, you know, there's like yeah. the basics are the basics. And then so. the voiceover. And yeah, just the voiceover. I definitely brighten the images and, you know, I had a photo retouching background where I was doing a lot of color correcting. So I definitely do that with my videos, making sure that they're bright and they're contrasty and the color. Right. So yeah. I and now, so Rainy in the chat says, uh, InShot is vintage. So that's it. You're in. Oh, no. <laughs> I love it. No, what I think that's a positive thing. I think it's a positive thing. Okay. I don't think, yeah, yeah, absolutely. If it works, it's what you should be using. That's right. it. And exactly. I have all my videos there. Like I have them all saved from the past. So sometimes like if something is seasonal and I did it last year, I'll go back and then I'll tweak it and re-upload it. Oh gosh. It's that's great. I was good. Do you have a content calendar? You keep yourself organized in a way like that, or do you just wing it every week and you just do what you feel like doing? I have a content calendar for my website for the recipes that I'm creating, but, and I use the Monday app where I, I know exactly what recipes I'm going to create, where, when I go send it to get photographed, um, I have that all organized, but when it comes to social media, no, I wing it. You wing it. Oh because I'm, I'm sharing on Instagram, whatever new recipes that I created. So usually those are photos and then I'm sharing reels. So I'll do what's seasonal right now, or Maybe something I'm doing for dinner and I'll, I'll just pull out just my camera. Just wing it. Yeah, yeah I just, 
whatever I'm usually whatever my breakfast lunch or dinner is I'm just shooting that it's just footage and I just keep it on my phone and then later on I'll you know when I have time I'll go and you edit, edit it, it yeah I, that's why it's successful Gina because it's not planned and curated so perfectly that's true it's really I'm not that organized like my brain doesn't work that way I am like more on the creative side so I'm like I don't know what I'm gonna feel like doing that day <laughs> yes same with me same you with understand? me yeah same so it's hard me. to like know your content for a month I don't I don't get no that. way no way. Right. I will say Julie tried to get me to really make a plan and do, I said, Oh my God, I did it for a little bit, but then I just, I'm a day to day. Like, here's what's yeah. happening today. And here's what I right. feel like doing today. And here's what right. I shared today. Like, if I have something, moment. if I have something where I have to plan ahead, then I will, I'm like, Oh, I'm going to be shooting all next week. I'm not going to have time to make a tutorial. Those take more thought and time. Mm -hmm. I actually, I'll batch two of them or something like that and have them ready. But other than that, no, then I'm on the shoot and I'm winging it. And I'm like, what are we going to do today? And I, I scroll right. my phone, I get people involved. I just think it's way more fun. And I, that's the purpose of social media is to be more irre irreverent and not so planned. Right. Do you know that you want to post a certain time amount of times a day, a week or do you do like, right. I want to post three times a week. Do you have that kind of in your head? Are you Which um, platform are you talking about? Well, either one. Let's talk about, okay. I mean, t uh, you have the bigger following on Instagram, on Instagram. So what do you do there? So I post on Instagram every day. And again, I have a lot of content. I have a lot of what, recipes. So some recipes I can just, if it's in season, if it's St. Patrick's Day and I want to share like corned beef cabbage, I have four of them on my website, mm -hmm. all different ways. So I can like share a rest, you know, photo because people may not have like known about that recipe or maybe it's just fresh in their mind. Right. And then the reels, I'll just do maybe like three to four a week. But every single day I am doing Instagram stories. Like, uh, yes, oh, you do. You're so good. Yeah. I try to go see your stories every day because I'm like, and, what are you doing today? And I love when you show the Long Island, like the snowy bay and oh right. my God. Yeah, I mean, I it's do. just like my life. It's like the day, a little bit of my life. I'm cooking, I'm at a meeting, um, answering questions, polling my audience. Um, I know that my audience likes me to cook on Instagram stories because I ask them what they want to see. So I try to do that a lot, which it's not easy because I also, if I'm filming up for Instagram stories, that means I'm not doing a reel. So mm -hmm. sometimes I'll do an Instagram stories talking through it because that's how they like it. And then I'll download all that footage and then I'll edit it later into a reel. Right. Oh, yeah. So you can shoot for the story and then use it for uh, other things. And exactly. then on TikTok, do you try and post every day or do you are you easier on yourself on TikTok? I'm easier on myself on yes. TikTok. You just do it for fun. Yeah, exactly. When something feels right. Just yeah, I don't. My following is not as big there. And I don't, a lot of people tell me that they don't see me on their For You page, even though they follow me now. Mm. So that's a yes. little That's a huge problem with the, right. with the app in general. I yeah. mean, I have the same problem. My, my issue is just like you, I lean into the one that I have the bigger following because I know people are looking for me there more. Right. So you're, you're going to do the same thing. And that, that's exactly the advice that we would give. You can't be amazing at every single thing. You only have so much bandwidth in, in your brain to do that. Right. I mean, I, I have actually a much bigger following on Facebook. It's like seven, over 6 million. So Facebook definitely brings me a lot of traffic. And I have a, an amazing Facebook group that is super highly engaged. And I love that group. They're all skinny taste what's cooking for dinner. So they are always posting what they're making for dinner. And they're talking about, they're talking to each other. So I think that's an amazing group. Mm. And yeah, so People I- People do help uh, each other. I love that about- yeah. so, I just love that about, in general, like the world of the social media and the internet. People really want to help each other. It's beautiful. Exactly. I know. So we're going to go to later, we'll have one question, which was the day in the life of Gina, which I'm going to ask you to understand better because you're doing so many things and you're doing all of them well. So I'm going to come back to that. But before okay. we get to it, I want to know a couple more things. Do you have 
have you had a viral moment that has impacted your business directly? Have you had one of those and where did it happen? Was it on Instagram? Was it on Facebook? And if not, you can say no, there's maybe been multiple. I had but... a lot of viral moments on Facebook when hands and pans videos first started. Those used to go crazy viral. And it was like they opened the spigot and any video you you posted did so well and brought me tons of traffic back to my website and also so much growth. Um, they closed down the spigot and of course they perform well now, just not like that. Not, not like, like that. It started. Um, and then also, I, I mean, viral, I guess is over a million. Would you say? Yeah. I do, I do. Yeah. So I get viral occasionally on Instagram or on the reels. They, they, I just did one that was over 3.4 million and I have gone viral on TikTok. It's just, I usually go viral on TikTok for things that are, I'm not, that are not food related or right. not. The thing that your, your kitchen vacuum. To, right. <laughs> like, I'm like, like the other day there was a snowstorm and I just quickly did a quick, like five second video and with music of the snowstorm and oh. nothing went viral and all my friends. All my friends' kids are like, saw it. So like, oh, we saw your video, my your TikTok. Kids. And my, everyone shared it. I'm like, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't I understand TikTok. I, but okay. I don't but want to okay. that. But again, it has nothing to do with my my brand or recipes. Right. So, so yeah. in, the, in those cases, the, vi the virality doesn't necessarily translate to followers because no. they are, right? They're just, it's just a viral moment, but it's not a viral moment with intention. Right. But it's fun because it is something we're all sharing. We all had a snow day, yeah. you know, so it's just different. It's more entertainment for me. Yeah, it's so fun. All right. So what parts do you hate about it? <laughs> social about media. media. Yeah, and social media in yeah. general. Um, they're always changing. So when you figure it out and you finally got it, they change it. So that's <laughs> it's so frustrating, right? Like it's, it's working, so it's working you, you're doing it like amazing. And then they quickly change it. And all of a sudden now they're, like TikTok's doing the wide video oh. over a minute. Um, yeah. So it's just the constant changing and having to relearn. Yeah. It's a pain in the ass. And do you, is, do you think there's one thing you're really good at? Do you feel like, okay, I'm in the zone when I'm doing this type of thing? Is it, is Probably. it your kitchen doing yourself videos when you, um, I think the kitchen cooking and creating recipes is definitely my, just what you love for, for day. Um, and then also engaging with my audience. That's, Really, I honestly think that is everything. Yeah, did you you managed to answer a lot of comments? So, I how much time do you think? All. How much time do you spend yourself on social media in a day, roughly? A lot. A lot. <laughs> yeah, too much. <laughs> um, but it is work. So I'm like, it's work. I don't have addiction. It's just work. <laughs> um, I do spend a lot of time, a lot on Instagram. I spend probably most of my time on Instagram. Yeah, do you? Uh, and you like it. And then how, oh, this, I noticed you did something and I was like, I got to ask her this when we are on. So when you comment a word, it goes, it directly sends you a DM. Yeah. Does that, is that something that you do in the app or do you have a separate app that does that? It's called ManyChat. ManyChat. So that's an app. So it's an automation and it's approved by Meta. And so it's, yeah, so you have to take, so I'm, Linking back to my recipe on my website. So they comment the word. I, I create the word that they're going to do. And then it will give them the link on their DM. And it's been really great. It's a great, I, I see like so many people using it. Okay. You know, it's so, so smart. It's great Are for you kidding me? Especially for a viral, for a viral video when you cannot yeah. possibly. So does, it, do you, does that work on TikTok or no, it's just meta approved. So it's I not going to work. It on just meta. Yeah, wish it did mm -hmm. on, but yeah. okay. So that's helpful to know. I'm so glad. Maybe I'll do a tutorial on that. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's great. So one thing I learned, you have to turn your URL into a bit.ly. Otherwise it's yep. too long and then it just fails. So okay. turn it into a bit.ly, then you can use the mini chat. And it's more, people use it for a lot of things. I'm just using it for that, but they also use it for emails and it's like, there's, there's it does so many things. It's yeah, that, that is so sweet. Mm -hmm. I noticed that you can do a shortcut word, which then will, you know, if you type the word, it'll do a, like, a, a, add a whole thing. So if you have a, a bunch of DMs and you just want to answer with the word yes, and then have it answer a paragraph, that's automatically set up right in the app. Yes. But what I'm talking about, what I saw on Gina's page, just for people listening, is that she just says, write a recipe in the, in the comment, and then it automatically DMs the recipe of that exact thing to your DM. So then you get a link to the recipe. And, and I was like, this is genius. How did she make this happen? And I wanted to ask you before, but I thought it would be a good question for now. Yeah, no, it's great. I, it's, it's great. Because before I was using link in, link in profile for people to link, to get the link. So many people don't understand what that means. <laughs> yeah. I, they're like, I don't see the link. I'm like, it's by my profile. Yeah, so like, this is so much better. This has been great. Gosh, I'm telling you, I, a, lot, a lot of people ask me, I can't find your TikTok course. I'm like, it's linked in my profile. I don't even know how, to, it just seems yeah. so easy to do, but yeah. beginners just don't necessarily have the right. skill set for it. It's, exactly. it's really unfortunate. Ay, ay, ay. Um, all right, let's talk a little bit about a day in the life of you. Do you have a big team? Do you have a bunch of people that are, are doing all different things at once? Or do you, how does that work? And as much as you'd like to share. So you were day-to-day, uh, -day, like right now I'm not working on a cookbook. So I was just focusing on my website and Great. social media. I work with my aunt. She's been working with me since oh. probably my first book, I think. Wow. Um, so she helps me in the kitchen. She'll help me like if I'm testing recipes, she'll help me prep and chop and get everything ready, especially for videos, which is super helpful. So then I have all that prepped. So then I'll just Amazing. Like, do Does this. she live nearby so she can just hop over? <laughs> About 30 minutes away. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, you know, we'll do a, th a few things. We'll test recipes. We'll um, test new recipes. We'll make videos. So it's a lot of different things. It's not always the same. It doesn't look right. the same every day. Videos, I try not to do them on Mondays because I've learned Mondays, I'm just like, it's just rough. I, You know, like you have to look good for the video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't always, but I feel like Tuesdays are better. Yeah, Tuesdays <laughs> are better. I'm usually just testing new recipes. <laughs> That's so funny. If you were doing anything where you started, where you were starting over on social media, completely fresh, would you do anything differently? Do you think? I mean, it's changed so much. So I would embrace whatever is happening now. Um, knowing that reels and video is, you know, performing well, I would learn how to do that. I would definitely take courses um, and follow experts like yourself. I think that is really important. I follow Brock Johnson. Uh, he's an Instagram um, guru. He's oh, really okay. love. He's the one who, who, where I found out about many chat. So he's great. Yeah. So I just like, I would take courses and whatever I'm not good at. Like if I wasn't good at video, I would definitely take a class and learn how to do it, but I would continue doing what I'm doing. And that is some, um, engaging with my audience. Right. Yeah. The, the engaging is people really don't rate that enough. And it's so much, I, I think I, it's how I got my following. Cause I was answering for a while there. I got myself a little keyboard with my phone. Cause I didn't want to be the computer answering comments on TikTok is challenging because of the way yeah. it's set up. I'm like you yeah. constantly, it's almost like you're almost could report every comment if you don't click correctly. Oh, right. It's so annoying. So I got the, I got the keyboard for my phone. That's Cause I'm like, smart. I gotta go faster. I gotta, you know, yeah, I, I, that's smart. it was really important to me I at the time. That. I'm going to have to get, I'm going to have to look into that. I don't yeah, get as comments on, on TikTok as you do though. But yeah, um, so it's, so it's easy. Instagram. Yeah. 
Um, is there anything, I know this question, you don't have to answer it if there's nothing, but is there anything that you would want me to teach you that you don't know, or that, you, or is there something that you specifically remember learning? I would love to have, you know, an, an insight into what I helped you with, if anything. So many things. You can teach me so many things. <laughs> All of it. Yes. I would love you to teach me. Teach the, other day I asked you, the other day I asked you for ideas. I'm like, what would you do if you're doing a video for a book tour? And you sent me all these, like, you just like had I did. I'm like, these are amazing. I completely forgot about that. Amazing. Okay, so and I for- actually took your advice. And I, when I was, you know, on my book tour, I had the little list. I'm like, all right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to film this, this, and that. So I had a plan where I wouldn't have otherwise. So, so that's funny. Was Look yeah. at me that I made a plan for you. I can't even make a plan for you myself. You don't even remember that you did it for me. Forgot. You can't even. Yeah. Um, also like, just like, how do you find trends? Like you're always like on the oh, trend. I don't, gosh. I, but by the time I realize it's a trend, it's too late. It's so too I late. Yeah. I would love to like be on the trends. I feel like that's important on TikTok. It is and important on TikTok. Something I'm a little slow at. I don't, I don't know how people discover these trends. So I tell you, I'll tell you, uh, and I don't mind telling our secrets because me and Julie tell, you know, we tell this all the time, but this is why we put the newsletter out because we were, we, we take our time to find the trends by seeing between the two of us on our feeds. And we look at multiple accounts on for you pages from multiple accounts. So this way you can see what things are repetitive if you're yeah. going into multiple accounts. So she will send me things. Have you started seeing this? And I will send her things. Have you started seeing this? So we do the homework and then yeah. we start, and then I start hearing things repeating. I purposely put my phone down, refresh my feed and then look later and see, uh, is some, is that sound trending? So it's mm-hmm. so much work to do that we decided mm-hmm. that's was the point of the newsletter to really share what we are seeing trending. So yeah. and, you know, little plug for the I newsletter. Stay on top of that. Yeah. But I want just a backstory on why I sent Gina ideas. I want to just talk about that because we were communicating about this pod about doing this podcast. And then I said something about what what do you when you're on your book tour, you have so much potential for content and you're like, I don't have any ideas. So I was on a flight and in about 10 minutes, I typed up that pat so like ideas. stack yeah. of ideas, so and I ideas. Sent them to you because yeah. I can wow. immediately think about this. what you could do with this. I just saw it, you know, yeah. it's really I'm glad yeah. it was helpful. Also, like you're so great at those transitions and yeah, all those things that my brain. I just- love doing. I love oh, doing the transitions. Yeah. I really do. And I think I, I, when I get into teaching so much, sometimes I have to take a step back and say, let me do something because I love doing them, and I feel so empowered when I can do something as as good as the younger people on on the app. And I'm like, I'm nailing this transition that this 25 year old did. I could do one time I did like yeah. a hair flip thing. And at the time oh. I didn't have, I had no hair. So I had to put, I did a hair. <laughs> I, remember, I know I've seen it. Yeah. You know, in the mirror, I'm like, I'm going to do I the hair I flip it up. Do a video. I think I saw you do like a TikTok. And I think it was just like, you probably film this once a month, like the transition of like your hair. Maybe oh, was, the head turn. Mm. I was like, wow, she planned this. <laughs> I like, did. You have to really have the, the, like the plan, the future and like, know to do this ahead. I was like, that was brilliant. It was so much fun. That one. And I wanted yeah. to see my hair growth. Cause I, so I was like, how am I going to record? You know, I want to record this. So I did, I made a, a beginning of the month. I put it on a note great. on my calendar and then I just turned, you I figure out where that was great. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Yeah. And it was supposed to be head turn, head turn. And I got bored doing a head turn after like the fourth month. So I started doing different transitions because I was like, this is going to be boring at the, and yeah, to watch no, this over great. and over. Well, great. thank you for appreciating that. Oh, yeah, of course. I, so I think fun. also like, it would be amazing to have somebody like, um, just like go over your site and say, this looks good, but this, if you did it this way, this oh. would have been better. Or you should have like, think about 
doing it this way sort next time. Sort of an audit. Because you kind like of get stuck doing things the same way all the time. Even though you watch videos and they say you should do this, when you actually go to your like editing tools, you yeah. seem to kind of fall back into your normal. You routine. do a rhythm because you do what's easy because you have to get it done. That's mm -hmm. what happens. Exactly. Yeah, I, I see. It's, I try and break out of my rhythm too. I did it because a lot of times I'll always start with, here's how you do the such and such. Or if you want to know how to do the such and such, because that's what people are looking for from me. But a few times I... I force myself to move out of my comfort zone and figure out a different way to start. And that it just takes an extra effort. And a lot of times we just don't I have think the time. You froze. I don't know if it's my, oh, uh -oh. okay. Sorry. I hear okay. you now. Oh, good. Okay, good. Hopefully I didn't freeze, but it's fine. We can move on. But I will say it, in order to change what, what you're doing, you do have to push past the comfort zone because it's so easy to just do the same, do the thing we know. We know it works. This hook is going to get people. It's going to be fine. So it's really, yeah. it, it is a challenge and you, and it requires a little extra five minutes of extra thinking. And for mm -hmm. me, it's quick when I do think about it. And a lot of people have trouble creatively, but I've yeah. worked in advertising. So I've learned how to be creative by watching creative people for my whole yeah. career. I've had yeah. that advantage. Do you, right. do you That's use that. any of the skills from your previous career? Do you think? I mean, just probably the color correcting of photos and mm -hmm. uh, videos and just knowing what I want, what's aesthetic, but I do not retouch anymore. No, yeah. Job. No. Well, people don't need it. I mean, I think because no. we're so used to our eye has changed because of the content we're being fed. So it used to be we only saw these really polished photos in magazines or polished color correction on TV commercials. Now we have like everybody in their kitchen shooting with like window light or yeah. those little lights if you if you don't have light in your right. kitchen do you ever shoot with uh lights when you don't have daylight or you you won't do it no yeah no i just like go by the window and good yeah i mean i i really don't like like unnatural light so I know. I'm so into the natural light too. Mm -hmm. i get nervous sometimes when it's so bright and i'm like every line on my face <laughs> yeah well that's not easy also um, this is always challenging right. so lighting is important <laughs> having like the right light. And um, yeah, your kitchen is so that. beautiful. As we get older, I think it's a little challenging being on video for me anyway. <laughs> yeah, well, um, is... I 20 and doing like, why couldn't I be 20 when to cock it like, <laughs> same, I'd same. be so much better at this. <laughs> same. You would be I, I don't think I had the confidence at 20 to do what I'm doing now. I think I would have been overthinking what I look yeah. like or worried about right. things. Right. You know? I probably wouldn't either. Because yeah. it's wild to actually be comfortable seeing my face and hearing my voice on social media, like on stories. On yes. Stories. Like that took a little while. And then I had to like, just get over it. You have to get over it. Yeah. It does help watching other people getting over it. Mm -hmm. And then you can say, Oh, that person did that. I can do that too. Yeah. And, and when I first started speaking on my videos, I, I was so judgy of myself because I'm thinking that person's much smarter, that person's much funnier, that person's more insightful, they're more concise. And I was judging myself by, and without even realizing that I was doing it. And then you did it all the time. Yeah. I understand that. Oh, and then so I'm now like, I've moved it. past that. <laughs> I am you have plowed a, right through that. Focus on what you're sharing, focus on the message because you're helping people. And that's, helping. What I, that's my focus is like, they don't care about like even if I have no makeup on that day and I look terrible, they don't care. Nobody cares. They just really care about like what I'm the message I'm sharing. Oh my gosh. So true. It's so true. It's so true. Mm -hmm. We have to just accept that. And it's just this giving yourself grace thing. Like just let yourself, yeah. you know, just let yourself be who you are and don't be so judgy I think of yourself. Be more likable too. So yeah, yeah I think people Absolutely. can relate to you more than like having Absolutely. I'm going to jump in because one question came in here. That's good. And then we'll start doing some questions. Do your, do your kids uh, like getting involved in your blog? Have they shown any interest in cooking? What's the interest level on your girls? 
My older daughter, who's 30, loves cooking. I actually Thank shared you. some recipes. I sh shared two recipes that she created. It was a mushroom toast on labneh. She loves to eat, you know, great food. So when she bakes it for me, I'm like, ooh, you got to give me this recipe. So I actually tell, tell people that it's her recipe. And my younger daughter, who's 14, she likes to make pancakes and breakfast foods and smoothies, and but not dinner. She's not she's, dinner. Yeah. No, she's not there yet. I guess she's too young. At all. Yeah. She's too young. But would you ever consider? Um, this is really I'm throwing it out something, but because I heard about a cooking course that one of my friends from Long Island was trying to get her daughter into. Anyway, have you ever thought about doing something like that where you do a mentorship? And not that you have time for this, I guess, but would you ever consider that where you're you're teaching young, you know, whether it's young girls or young kids how to yeah. eat healthy? I, mean, I would do it like more of um maybe like as a don't like donating my time like a, as a not a full-time thing because I wouldn't have the time. But I do like get you know giving back, so I would do it as like for the Girl Scouts or right. something like that. Yeah, where, that's nice. You know, right. No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure. Whenever you feel like doing it, <laughs> sounds. Good. I love those kinds of things because then I, I just do too. actually I do like going to those classes. I go sometimes with my girl, my my kids, just because it's fun. You know, usually baking classes, things that do. I don't you, like. Do you like being on uh, the TV appearances? Do you like doing those things? I mean, tell I, me about that. Like, what's the pressure of that? A lot of pressure because live. I I like when they're pre-recorded. I don't mind those. The live always gets me nervous because like you have three minutes to you know have say your message. You don't know what they're gonna say. You don't know if you're gonna burn something, and you know so it's a lot of pressure. But at first, I really would get nervous. I still get nervous, but it it's always like so gratifying when I'm done. I'm like, oh, I did it. You know, it was good. Yeah. Especially on TV. They don't give you a lot of time, by the way. You know, those, like those three, episodes. Or four, three or four minutes usually. Oh, and somebody just said that in the chat. They don't give them enough time on TV. No, so they don't. <laughs> do you get, do you apply SEO? Do you think about that for your website and your blogs? And do you, and do you have someone that's an expert on that? Or did you learn that yourself? I learned that myself. Yeah, yeah I do all that. Um, of course, I, I always think about SEO. It's like wow. it's the, the biggest, biggest thing. Biggest part of my traffic is Google search. And what do you think about the SEO thing on TikTok? That do you think it even works at all? Do you try oh, and think about that on your TikTok captions, or you don't even? I do because they say that you know it's a search engine, and I don't know how many people really find me through search mm -hmm. on TikTok, so I'm not sure how true that is. Although I do know that if I Google skinny taste and a recipe, and if I've done a TikTok video, it will show up. But I don't know if I take the word skinny taste out, if it will still show up the, the videos. Yeah, it's hard to say. Mm -hmm. All right. So we have a question about Facebook group. And this one's going to be hard for you because you're going to have to think back to when you first started because now you have a very engaged Facebook group. Very so if you were going to start one now as a new business, could you give some advice or do you think it's one of those things where you're just too, you're in too deep? So maybe what do you do in your Facebook group? I don't think it's ever group? too late to start. I think um, just keep promoting it. Like I promote my Facebook group in my weekly meal plan every week. I oh. To just remind, like, you know, anybody finds my meal plan who maybe doesn't even know I have a Facebook group um, will find out at that moment. So, like, I feel like you have to just remind people in all different places because you don't know where people are going to find you. So is the best, uh, and not to get into any kind of numbers at all, but is your, would your focus be more on your ads on your website or selling cookbooks? What, what, or is it both? Or is it, I mean, what do you lean on the most if you really had to think of what you'd want well, to focus on? I don't on? really sell the ads. I have an ad network that does all that behind the scenes. So I really, it's, I haven't, it's you don't really do. passive. I don't do anything when it comes to that. So I'm not trying to sell ads. Okay. I, I'm not involved in that. Um, so it, for me, 
but I'm always trying to promote my website and my books. So the books are, and the books are, I mean, because the books are uh, tangibly beautiful kind of pieces of art. Yeah, (laughs) sure. How much time do you spend on a book? Does it take a year Uh, in the making? Yeah, it takes me one year to create all the recipes, test all the recipes, write it, send the manuscript. And then it goes to photography and editing. And that takes about a year. So it takes about two years total. And I love the photography process. Like I choose the photographers and the stylists. And of course, I'm a visual person and, and I love that part. So that's the part that goes back to your, your prior work, right? Yeah, definitely. That's where you can lean into those. I'm definitely the person like deciding what the cover is and yeah. I love it. All right. So we're going to say we have five, four more minutes and I'm going to see if there's any questions in the chat. Now's the time to put them in there. Somebody has all of your cookbooks and that thinks they are fantastic. She's also been to see you in multiple of book signing appearances. She mentioned Diane, thank you for that. We, Gina appreciates you. And so do I right now. Thank you. That's so nice. And then when you go, um, your team is only you and your aunt. That was a question. And I would guess no, so, right? You have more people than that. Yeah, I do have somebody that does my photography. So I, okay. you know, sub out work. So my team is me and my aunt in my kitchen. But I do sub work out, you know, videos go to like certain people. I use One person. Yeah. Got yeah. It. So, um, you know, so the nutritional information that's on my website for every recipe, I send that to someone. Of course, I check, double check everything, make sure it's correct. Right. So, Um, and then I have someone who writes my recipes, so I'll send her the recipe and she'll write it for, oh, nice. And then I'll go back and then I'll tweak it and perfect it. But at least it's like a starting point. So So when you do the blog posts, like most of that's coming from your head and then you have someone just checking and testing and making sure it's SEO, SEO happy. (laughs) And they're not really an SEO expert. They're just, I I'm telling them like, please include like just rewrite the ingredients here. Please rewrite the directions here. Please tell them to freeze this, this freezes for three months. And they'll like rewrite it so that it just is like, there's like a format that I use every, for every recipe. So she basically knows the format now. Oh my gosh. You're, you're, I love that you're very self-made. It just makes it way more, I don't want to say tangible, but it's inspirational that somebody okay. could have this. It's not like you're a Kardashian with like a team behind you, you know, from helping you make makeup and whatever it is that they do. <laughs> I just did that book tour, which was like seven. It was, it was, um, I think it was six cities. Yeah. And every day I was in a different city and I was by myself. <laughs> I was all alone. It was a team. Yeah. That um, is so amazing. You're, you're awesome. That, so did you have fun on the book tour? It was fun. It was amazing. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I left li- literally every night after, you know, meeting people and fans, you know, just so like grateful. Okay. Now we have a question that you can, you can or cannot answer, but is your family lat- Latin, any Latin co- background? Oh, tell us about that. Do you mind? Sure. So okay. I'm half Colombian, half Czech. Oh, do you speak Spanish? I, un poquito, but okay. my, I understand everything because my, I grew up, my mom speaks Spanish. My father spoke Spanish, even though he was Czech. He also spoke Portuguese because he lived in Brazil. I have family in Dominican Republic and family in Puerto Rico, family in Spain, family from Argentina. So I have a lot of, um, you know, family in all, and I've been to a lot of these countries and my husband's half Puerto Rican. So there's a lot of Spanish in my life. Yeah. I love Latin food. That's great. And that's why you cook with a lot of onions and peppers and things, which I have so much trouble with because I have that like aversion to the, forget what the term is, but I, I can't eat onions and peppers and things. It's weird. So lightly. I mean, it's so, but I can take all the recipes and just leave that out and it doesn't bother me at all. I mean, the recipe tastes great to me because I'm not used to having those flavors. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
Right. Yeah, it's totally fine. Doesn't phase me at all. As long as you doesn't, have garlic. Doesn't stop me from. I can do a little garlic. Doesn't okay. stop me from making your recipes. I just, I just avoid the things I can't if you're have. Not, if you're used to not eating it, then you're not missing anything. I'm not missing it. Absolutely not. You're, you're right on. Um. All right. Any? Do you have any questions for me, Gina? <laughs> Put you on the spot. Uh, see if you I have, have a million for questions for you, but way too many for this. Okay. We'll have to have a private chat about that. <laughs> yes. I'll give you a private lesson. <laughs> this has been so much fun. I want to thank you so much for, for being the first to do this with me because I would like to do this more often where I invite people in and have different perspectives. I think, think it's so important because a lot of times when we're in our own, as you know, you're in your world doing your thing. And sometimes an outside perspective or somebody else's opinion right. really it's amazing can help. to learn from other people. Yeah, it's good. It's good for learning. I just if learned you're... from you. I listened to your podcast the other day and it was the first time. And you do the notes on your laptop where you type all the I was like, yes. I it was notes on the laptop. What? So now it's a game changer for me. Yeah. So I just learned that from your podcast. I'm so excited. Yes. When I started realizing notes can come on my phone and it was, you know, in sync and typing the... everything on the phone on Instagram and then typing it again on you know, crazy. Phone. Even if you're using the voice thing, cause then you got to correct it, you know? Right. Oh, so happy. A lesson was learned. So I'm just going <laughs> to keep listening to your podcast. <laughs> Thank you. I love doing them. I just, I literally sit here, I put a microphone and I power them out. I don't edit them or anything. Cause it's just all of this stuff going on in my head that I just need to get out and share. It's so perfect. especially when I'm yes. on the treadmill, 30 minutes on the treadmill and I'm learning. So it's like double whammy. <laughs> You're so amazing. Thank you so much, Gina. You're the Thank best. You. I'm Thank so you. happy you were here and we finally got to meet oh, in yeah, person. We have to actually meet in the flesh in person now, and I have to get you to dance. Oh gosh. Be the <laughs> Guess what? You can stand there and I'll dance around you. How's that? Okay, perfect. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Sounds good. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Yeah, Sending you big Mwah. hugs, big love. Thank you Thanks again. So much, All right. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. That was so much fun. Gina, if you're listening on your treadmill right now, I really appreciate you taking the time to join me. Learned so much from you. Hopefully everybody else did as well. I felt it was really enjoyable to have an interactive workshop style podcast. So I will be doing more of them. Keep an eye on the newsletter for our announcement of the next one. And if you landed here via the podcast platform, make sure to subscribe to the newsletter by visiting our website, hellosocialize.com, where you'll find free workshops and a, li a link to a free TikTok course if that is something that you need. And as well, we keep our news, our workshops updated consistently on the workshop link. All right. Thank you again for being here and have a great weekend. Thank you so much, Gina.